you win this thing. You've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour, it is the kickoff hour. We thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, We are live. The kickoff hour is the good time, gang. I'm Speedy, alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, Eddie Van Adler. We are rolling and ready for you. Busy show on tap today. We have got uh, the acting um, deputy secretary for the Department of Homeland Security next hour with us, Ken Cuccinelli, uh, and he is a senior official uh, performing the duties of uh, the director of the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. So. We got that today, uh, and uh, we'll talk a lot uh, about the riots, Portland, uh, Kenosha, um, hurricane relief. We'll try to squeeze all that in, uh, but it'd be interesting to talk to him today. Look forward to that. Uh, also today, we record the uh, uh, Rick and Bubba University podcast. Uh, we're, we're excited to have jo- Jonathan Rooney on today from The Chosen. Uh, that's going to be an interesting topic. Uh, we got a best of show tomorrow if you're listening live, and it's Thursday. Tomorrow is a best of, and then Labor Day is Monday. Believe it or not, we're here to Labor Day, and uh, it is a Rick and Bubba replay for Labor Day. Uh, this, the, the staff back live on Tuesday. All right, well, let's bring them in. Table has been set, and we are ready to break down the day, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Over to my right is Mr. Greg Burgess. And there he is, Michael Ham stand, standing up today. Standing up today. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Good, hey. bro. Good. Y'all good? Yep. And then there's old Eddie. Just let me see a hand and wave at me, buddy. And there, that's all I can see. There he is. There he is. There he is. He's up and ready to go for the day. Uh, fired up. 
<laughs> and really, I wasn't expecting that <laughs> that international international sign, buddy. But hey, really um, good to see you. Good to see you, my friend. <laughs> um, oh, so uh, a lot out there today. Yeah, um, yeah. we have uh, we have a story yesterday, and Greg thinks it might be uh, possibly a, a a thing that's kind of going around where these guys hit these city council me- uh, meetings and then. Bring up bizarre topics, and that's kind of that's kind of that. their thing. Uh, or it just could be a a, a guy that's mad, kind of like Rick when we call boneless yeah. uh, boneless wings wings. They're not they're have not to chicken to wings. Probably a setup, but it's still <laughs> oh, yeah. funny. It's uh, in here. It says it's a Lincoln, Nebraska man. Like he lives there. I think he's a concerned citizen, uh, and I love his long hair. Uh, he's 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 got that dialed in. Yeah. And uh, of course, there's nobody at the meeting uh, hardly, sure. and he steps up and just wants a minute of everybody's time. Uh, so we'll have to maybe look at that this hour uh, because it is it is gold. But it's it's Rick's argument that it why is. do we call boneless chicken wings uh, chicken wings when they're not chicken wings? They're no, just pieces they're chicken of chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. What they are. yeah. <laughs> but they've somehow gotten a pass, and and they've I, I start I stopped correcting my kids when they want it. Hey, Dad, uh, you, you want to stop and grab something on the way home, or you know, hey, I, I'll take some. I'll say, I, can I take some wings? Yeah. Okay. Now look, I just want the boneless chicken wings, and I and I, I would. I, hey, buddy, they're not chicken wings. And then I just got tired of it. Yeah. I just I the just guy makes valid it. points, just like Rick has over the past. But it's just funny that it's at a city council meeting yeah. when other serious issues are being discussed. And there's a moment in there too where someone starts laughing at him, and mm-hmm. he. He corrects them, which mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah, and I know he's playing a role too. Don't get me wrong; he's he's a good actor, but yeah, he's funny. Funny nonetheless. He is fired up, so we have to look at that. If not this hour on the main show for sure, that was something we had yesterday. Just never got to, uh, and uh, that's one thing I love about Twitter and and you know social media in general. People were tweeting that to us and emailing it to us. So uh, didn't get to it yesterday. We'll try today. So how was y'all's day yesterday? It was good. Good. Yesterday was one of those days for me where it was uneventful. That's a good thing, right? I I was productive, but I was doing a lot of things where I was sitting down, Mm -hmm. and so I didn't think. By the end of the day, I didn't think I was that productive. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I got a lot done yesterday, Mm. Uh, but I felt like at the end of the day, I just felt kind of like, eh. Mm. I didn't move around much. Right. I I, I thought about Marco Polo and y'all. Um, yesterday. I noticed y'all didn't give me anything yesterday. Well, I I, I I thought about doing it on my little uh, run or whatever. I made myself go, but the UPS <laughs> man don't let this guy affect the way you're doing Marco right, Polo. Right. Well, the the UPS man wasn't there for me to say hey to, but the guys doing some landscaping for the subdivision were. And I tried to say hey to a guy with a weed did. eater, and there was just there was. I mean, well, he can't he do. can't hear me. That's hard. You know. And but I mean, I was passing him by, and we made eye contact. So. I'm like, man, I should have been Marco in that because he didn't give me much. Well, but I mean, no, I, I, you can't really carry on a conversation when I'm about, I'm about to like, you're out of breath, run out of air, yeah. and then attempt, he's got a weed eater. Don't attempt yeah. to talk to somebody with That's a weed eater. That's a tough deal. I Can I ask you this it. too? If you pass somebody like, like for instance, uh, Terry and I uh, had went out for a walk too, and there's this guy that we pass. And and he'll be walking the road and just sit in the cove. We'll sometimes venture out the cove and go up and do some walk some other roads in the subdivision. And we passed him and we kind of went, "Hey, well, it looks like he just kind of walks the same road up and down, up and down." So we end up passing him like two or three times. After you say "Hey" the first time, do you even acknowledge him? Do you keep saying "Hey" to him? 
You know what I'm saying? Like every time you pass him? No, just once. I, I think you go. Just, just, just the first time? Okay. Yeah, that's so awful. Oh, you're talking about in the same day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. It's just, like multiple times Yeah, just the one time he, I mean, apparently yeah. he doesn't well, walk far, far before yeah. he turns around. You know, I'm like, like, good night. Yeah. No, you give him one, maybe yeah, two. Okay. I don't even think two's necessary. It's, it's really not. Okay. Because the road. How he's got to hey, how you doing two. today? And leave it at that. How you doing? Matter. Yeah. Of course, Speedy will feel like every time, oh, still out here. Is it? Is Man, it, it's hot. If something's changed right. oh, about another, the sixth or seventh lap. time yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Wow, you turn around a lot. Right. Well, the, the way we kind of. You're not running very far. Hey, I see a like cloud yeah. coming up. Right. You know, I mean, I'm just, you know, yeah. spitballing hey, here. Okay. How about this weather? <laughs> right. Well, I went first time and then. But when I did it the first time and I said, hey, to him, how about these people? And we have one here at the city center. I don't know if you've encountered oh, I have. You say, hey, to him, just being cordial, not over greeting, just, hey, and they just stare at you and yeah. don't say, hey, back. What a jerk. I have finally got him talking to me. Yeah. Not okay. like, well, I stop. not complete sentences, but just phrases. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, and, and, he, and here's what's funny, though. Like, hey, how you doing? I'll go with that one mm-hmm. in a, in a quick. And he, when he says good, how are you? It's mm. almost like he's screaming at me, the way he answers back. Wow. Oh, wow. He's kind of got an attitude about it. You can tell he doesn't want to do it, uh-huh. And but I think I've beat him down so much over the past few years that mm-hmm. he's like, this guy is going to continue to ask me how I'm doing, and and I'm just going to have to answer. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We, and y'all we know all him. Do y'all, you know him. You, we oh, we, I had a run-in with him about two years ago yeah. coming out of the golden ticket door, Yeah, and, and you know, I, I came out of it. It's a dangerous and, and, and door, he, and, by he, the way. and he stepped back, and I said, "Oh, hey, man, I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. The way y'all come out of that door." And I said, "No, actually, I just opened it." <laughs> oh, you so know, you're the one reason he didn't like it. Well, I mean, <laughs> don't be a, don't be a, don't be a jerk to me. He kind of popped off at me, and I'm like, "Actually, no, I just opened it." Well, how would, but yeah. how you doing? Sir? How about when you're walking down the hall, stay away from opening doors? Yeah, and quit looking down, texting. <laughs> so you know, you're mad about it. Well, how about this? Though? Cut we, your hair. Let's be honest. When we look at, <laughs> when we look at total strangers and go. And go, hey, how are you doing? I mean, why you? Why do we say that? Because we don't, we don't have time to know how they're doing. You I know? know, I know. Because well, they're, they're going to say good, yeah. I mean, they, why even do just go, hey? That's a good point, Greg. Yeah, you're right. I do that a lot, and, hey, and I don't. And I'll be honest. Do that? Do I really yeah. Most time, I don't care. Right. I don't what if care they stop? Goes, well, let me tell you about it. You'd be like, oh, hey. And then yeah. do they think? Do I, I mean, really I tell go. them how I'm doing, or I right. give them the oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. This this whole discussion that we're having, I'm just looking and go, what's up. Ha, it plays into the question that I want to ask y'all okay. at some point this right. hour. I got an email a couple of days ago. Ooh, I got it. on, and and the lady was very kind. Of course, she loves the show, but she was she talking was about something <laughs> that's going on right now in our society because of the pandemic mm-hmm. on certain phrases that we say. And I realized as she was explaining it, I'm doing it. Oh, okay, we'll break. And that down. and she shared some concern on why she doesn't like it, and others don't like it. She says she's asked around, okay. and I, I wonder if y'all are doing it. Oh. I am doing it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. This is the only audio I could get, real quick, and I'm, this was a just a, a really quick grab. I'm talking about seconds, but I've been thinking about Ario Speedwagon because of what y'all had me watch. Hey, thanks, guys. You couldn't win with roll with the changes. Well, I mean, like I said, I, it was quick. It was real quick. Uh, I didn't plan for it, uh, but uh, now that I, that I have had a little bit more time, let me try that. There you there go. There we go. Good night. I felt like we were all dating there for a second. 
Um, Good song, but for yeah. us together, yeah. no. Cobra Kai, it's out on Netflix. <laughs> so you You're finally it, in, huh? And this, and this scene right here when they're in the car is pretty funny. And on YouTube, you can't uh, hear this. It's Roll With The Changes, Ario Speedwagon. And uh, it's a pretty funny scene uh, when they're in the car together, not liking each other. Before they know it, they're digging. They're real. The they like Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, Johnny yeah. can't believe Daniel even listens to Speedwagon. Yeah, yeah. Can't believe it! Can't believe it! But anyway, that's that's another. I'm glad story. you finally dug in. To well, that show. I mean, the episodes are uh, good night, Greg. Greg, you mentioned it; they're 30 minutes, yeah. uh, if if that. And so uh, you fly through them. All right, so I was surprisingly and, entertained yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say this. I'm still laughing. We, a lot. I feel like we need to say this. <clears throat> it, it says TV 14 on the Netflix rating, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of cussing. In well, it, it'll pull you in almost like it's very 80s. Like it's a it lot is. of 80s music, and not, and it'll pull you yeah. in, and all of a sudden. You're just kind of watching the show, and then before you know it, it's like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" I know, I know. You know. Well, and here's another thing. Here's another thing that's great about it. I have figured out why I love it mm-hmm. so much. Because I co- do a lot of coach talk is what it, I'm saying. That's, it is. It's it not, is it's not of, the scenes. It's more the language. Like all of a sudden they'll get up, you know, and and be a little bit of coach talk, and then you'll be like, "Oh, good yeah." Night. No, you're you know? right. That's a perfect example. Yeah. So, uh, but here's what's funny about it. <clears throat> I have. I was wondering why I like it so much, and now I realize it's Johnny has opened up a dojo, okay, mm-hmm. Cobra Kai. and it's Bring like Cobra he's Kai brought back. Cobra Kai back, and this is if Greg owned and operated a dojo. That's mm-hmm. what. That's the way Johnny acts. He acts just like well, Greg. I, mean, I think he's a little meaner than me. Mm. Greg, I'm Greg. telling you, this is. I mean, it's this. Hey, no wonder you didn't notice the language. That's you. It, it I, is. I really it, it's yeah, you, so, Greg. Yeah, yeah. And, and look here. Let me tell you. The fact you're saying that says mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of language. In and that. I didn't give you enough when you said when you because you said it's that a couple of days ago off the air. You said that a couple of days off the air, and I didn't give you enough because yeah. I hadn't watched it. And then last last you know, we're late yesterday. We were in it a little bit, and and I got to laughing because I'm like, wow, he's he's nailed that one. And so I look I was, and and I sorry, find Greg. myself sorry, I buddy. find myself liking Johnny way more than I ever liked Daniel Larusso. Mm, that's yeah, funny. Johnny's a lot more likable than this. I'd rather hang out with Johnny. Yeah, I mean, I, and that, some of the he's stuff ch- he gosh, says, somebody, is, he just can't get out of his own way, no, can he? No. All right, so we won't ruin it for y'all. But if you hadn't seen it, it's there. All it, right. It's good quality. It's it's, it's good. All right, sure. so what email were you talking about? All right, here? so we, we were got? talking about the way we talk to people that we don't know or that mm-hmm. we you know maybe if. Um, you know, hey, how we doing? Or, mm-hmm. you know, hey, ha- hope you have a good day. And right. somebody sent an email last week. I'm not, I don't know that she wants this out there, so I'm not going to. It's a listener. She's a YouTuber. She comes in here a good bit when we have golden ticket seats. And okay. I think she was even outside uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, but she said, one thing now I've noticed, one thing I've noticed the last week or so at work <clears throat> and on personal calls, instead of saying you have a good day, I'm being told stay safe. Really? Yes. Hmm. So listen to this. Um, or things like, may you and your family be safe. Oh, wow. And so, the, and I realize. force be with you. Yeah, and, ah. and people ah. are starting to wonder, what, what goodness gracious. It's almost creating a sense of fear that wasn't even there to begin with when you tell somebody to, to stay safe. And I got to admit, I've been saying that. Hey, stay safe out there. Uh, Really? Yeah. I, I, I haven't been saying I stay have. stay safe, but I, I will. And y'all going to laugh at this. Gosh, why am I going to say you this? You say wear a mask. I, I'll say, um, hey, man, stay healthy. 
We'll see. I, and I found myself well, saying that a couple times. Wants to not stay healthy. Well, with COVID nineteen, what I, if he looked at and said, "Nope, why. I'm not staying." Healthy. I mean, it's not like I don't. I, well, I, everybody I see, I've just noticed. I've said that a little bit, and then I've I've actually typed it in text messages. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, to her, hey, her I hope point, you and your family are healthy, man. How you doing? Okay, that kind of thing. We'll see. And to her, and this has not started. I, I don't know I didn't, why. Hey, I didn't say stay safe out there until the pandemic was going on. So I it's all about healthy. our yeah, mindset yeah. is changing. <laughs> Stay, hey, stay, hey, 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 stay healthy, my friend. Stay thirsty. Yeah, stay thirsty, my friend. I know, take a sip. Um, Hurry up, down, down. But, but Why'd you stop? The point she <laughs> makes is, I wasn't really thinking about my safety, and now now you've got me thinking about it. It's hey. like, wait, I'm afraid to walk out the door. In a <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wait a minute. And so now, wait a minute. And, and knowing that I have been doing this for months now, don't miss that. I mean, I do it on the phones, and there we're doing phone trolls, and I'll tell people really? that don't want to, that do not want to go on the air, but they're just, I was just, hey, hey, John, stay safe out there, man. Now, stay wait a safe. <laughs> and so, stay safe. all you this time, it? all on the, the phones? Yes. Okay. There's, there's so, coronavirus, bears have lost their mind. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff out there. So I'm starting to think, all well, this time, have I been creating fear for people yeah, that are scared of unnecessary? <laughs> stay safe. There's Mike and Muggy around the corner. Hey, yeah, hey stay right. safe out there. Now, wait a minute. Hey, be <laughs> careful. <laughs> I have not Take said care, stay careful. safe. I, stay I'll, safe. I'll, I'll go healthy and not safe, but it's the same thing <laughs> I, to that me. One, though, uh, that's I don't, really I don't know. I don't Because that well, covers a broad spectrum. Stay healthy. Well, everybody knows. <laughs> what, if I need to start <laughs> jogging? <laughs> You know, Speedy wants me to start jogging. <laughs> I think I did it yesterday. Hold on, let me find it. Hold on. You know? I think I did. And I found myself I'm like, what? Then, then what they look at their plate and go, well, I'm not eating very healthy. I, I guess I Speedy know. wants me to quit eating this. Right, right. See, I guess a lot of responsibility with that statement, pal. <laughs> I well, don't know. I, I just, healthy is in, is in COVID-19. Everybody getting sick. Well, that's, uh, that's it. That's the thing. See, now we're you making. You know, I, I tell people to look out for the COVID. I do yeah. that. No. Look out for the COVID. <laughs> the the COVID. The COVID. Well, <clears throat> I just feel I feel bad now because she brought it to my attention mm. and and she didn't say that I'd said it to her. But I mean, I can show you emails where I've topped mm. it up to people. Yeah, stay safe out there. Right. Instead of enjoy your day, that's kind of been my go to because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Right. Take care. Gosh, now <laughs> stay healthy, my friend. That's good. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking every time I say that, everybody going, "What the hell?" Well, yeah, they are. They're thinking, "What's it that?" You stay safe too. <laughs> so you stay healthy. Means that I can control a lot of it. Hey, man, I hope you and the family are healthy. How y'all doing? How How y'all doing? (laughs) You need to stop. Good night. Out of control. Let's just go back to normal life. Oh, my gosh. Take care. Take care. I'll cover it. Y'all take care, man. Simple. Good point. Covers a lot of stuff. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Busy show indeed. In one hour from now, uh, we have got uh, Ken Cuccinelli on. He is the acting deputy uh, secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, he uh, will be on with us uh, in one hour from now uh, to talk about a number of different things: riots, uh, what's going on in Portland, Kenosha, uh, and around the country. And now Washington D.C. Last night, uh, we'll uh, talk to. Uh, the Acting Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security in an hour from now. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at SimplySafeBubba.com. I get a lot of questions about Simply Safe. I don't know if you guys do. I do. Simply Safe. I uh, had a buddy that uh, they're just finishing up a house, and they're like, hey, we need a security system. 
uh, and they're going with Simply Safe. Well, it's simple and it's safe. It is. 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or small business. We're talking about SimplySafeBubba.com, and uh, you want to receive a free HD camera? Uh, well, listen up to this offer. Think uh, uh, that, you know, security is, is you know, the, the companies, it comes with a lot of handles, these contracts, these, no, not with Simply Safe. Bubba.com. There's lots of options out there, uh, and it's a no-brainer for SimplySafeBubba.com. They've got everything you need to protect your uh, your belongings, uh, your home, your small business. There's an arsenal of sensors, uh, cameras uh, that will blanket every room, windows, doors. Uh, it's tailored uh, specifically for you and your location. So they've got your standard packages, which kind of are pre-made packages that you can just order, or you can go, I'll tell you what, I've got a special order. I've got this many windows. I've got this many doors. I want, I want this. I want that. And then you can kind of make your own thing. It's professional monitoring that keeps watch day and night, ready to go and send police, fire medical professionals. If there's an emergency, you set it up yourself. It's easy. I thought it was going to be a little bit harder when I started setting mine up. And then you just set up, set up the home base, and then it starts telling you what to do. Okay, now do this. Okay, now do that. And before you know it, you're done. 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 Uh, as I said, there's no hidden fees, no fine print, no pushy salespeople. Uh, all this starts at just $15 a month. Uh, and so check them out at simplysafebubba.com and get a free HD camera with your order. How about that? A free HD camera with your order. You have nothing to lose. Simplysafebubba.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right. So we've talked about a number of different things and we've had some great commentary off the air in the break. Thank you, Greg, for that. Uh, and, and hopefully. Uh, we, we've dialed in a lot in 30 minutes, uh, I think, when it comes to uh, different aspects of just, yeah. just living. Uh, my dad said, uh, he sent me a, a text here during the break. He said, so when I was younger uh, and was walking around the neighborhood, uh, I would always pass this guy. Uh, and, he, you know, walking through the neighbor, neighborhood, every time I would pass this one guy, I would say, how, how are you doing? And he would always say, fair and partly cloudy. How are you, how are you with these people that come out with these little – these little, little phrases and yeah, saying they think they're sharp. Yeah, How do you feel about I that? Know I know that bothers you. Um, all right, so we had a, a, a Nebraska <laughs> man. Any better, I'd have to be twins. Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, we had a Nebraska man that uh, has uh, pleaded with the city council to stop using the term boneless chicken wings. Hi, now, and, uh, and now, do you feel like this was a setup, Yes, Greg? absolutely. You do? Really? Yeah, I think that he goes, because there are people that do this thing to go viral. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think and there's no way this is real. I mean, I say not real. He, he, I'm not. The city council's not in on it, but he showed up. I think this is spoof. Do you really? You think yeah, that? Absolutely. Think, but nobody's this stupid. Nobody's this stupid. I oh. think he's pulling one. Yeah, I don't I think, think he's pulling yeah. one because there, there's some guys. That there's a, a, I've seen them on on other shows. There's a pair of guys that, that go around yeah. and do this at different city councils, and it's right. funny. It's they always do it. Yeah. Well, here he is. Listen. Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning and treating things as, mm. as though they're normal. Mm. I go into nice family restaurants He's and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. <laughs> I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. <laughs> Say. I propose that we as a city remove this. Excuse me, I'm trying to. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. This is going to make great crowd. These are our reasons why. Number one, 
Nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. I agree with that. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number ah. two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders, which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just oh, what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nugs or trash. Saucy nugs. We can take these steps like and show nugs. the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long and we know it because we feel it in our bones. There it is. <laughs> I agree with everything you said. That is a Nebraska man, and we just never got to it yesterday, that pled uh, with the city council there uh, to stop the term boneless chicken wings in Nebraska. Yeah. And so you think the whole – I know he was going to be yeah. – he was trying to be funny. Yeah. I, that's yeah, the obvious. the whole thing was a goof. But um, so, but you think anybody was in, in on it no. that was laughing behind him there? Well, you I think? don't know about that, but – I mean, the, obviously, the council and them weren't in on it. I, mean, I he know it like he was legit. Yeah. But it was a, it, he wanted to go viral, and it has, and it has, and and he really brought up some good it's points, funny, and and stuff that we names. brought up on the show for a long time, and very informative and correct. Mm-hmm. Hey, this might not be funny, but um, let's see what the council guy says right after. Okay, you. sounds good. <clears throat> Thank you. Right, this is the hey, council's reply. I I would like to just comment here, for the record, that's my son. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. How about that? So, okay. Didn't see that coming. No, thank, thank you for playing Adam, that. That's Adam. good stuff right there. It doesn't look like his son, but um, maybe if he cut his hair, like his daughter maybe from so. behind. <clears throat> well, but, there's that. Um, I will say this as a parent: I have not done a good job explaining this to my kids, and I'll, I will from now on. They're big boneless wings people. From now on, in our house, it's going to be a saucy nug. Saucy so nugs. you like that part? I saucy love nugs. saucy nugs. Well, again, this is a bit. This is a battle that I tried, but I just think it's just it's a default that we go to. Hey, you, you want you? Hey, we, I'm going to get some wings. You want? Yeah, I want some boneless wings. But if you order it, you have to call it that because that's you what do. It is. You they do. won't know what you're talking and, about. And and so for if my kids, for my boys, I've just I've just stopped the battle, and maybe I, that's where I have failed them. But I tried for so many, <clears throat> so many, so many. Yeah, I don't know why attempts. they ever called them boneless wings. I, I don't. I've never understood that. We've had either. that discussion. Before. Well, and and he brings up a point. I don't know if Rick's included that in his argument. It's a good one either way. About we got a generation of people that are scared of bones. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and, and that's hey, that's I mean, just, you know what it's it a bone. is. It's not it's gonna hurt, hurt you. You. Yeah. you. You know what my kids say sometimes because they'll go traditional or boneless, whatever. Hey, I, I I'm gonna go boneless. I don't really feel like working on it. This. Is I don't feel like working on this. I meal. hear that I just argument. Eat. Yeah, but yeah. how about this? I get it? Doesn't Tra- taste the same, but tra- I get it. That's my point. Yeah. Traditional are so much better. They are. I mean, because. They're wings. Look, you can either get wings or saucy nugs. Mm-hmm. Which ones you want? There it is. We got uh, a few seconds here for some unscreened phone calls. Let's we'll see if people want to weigh in on this. Four two four. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? I'm trying to talk about those uh, boneless wings. Okay, go yeah. for it. Mm. Interesting. Go ahead. What's up, man? This is where you talk. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Four two four. 
Hey, hey buddy. Hey, buddy. Oh, he, oh, I really wanted to hear his take on that. Yeah, me. too. There he goes. <laughs> did he say boneless wings? He did. Okay. Yeah. Right. You think he just woke up? I would up? like everybody to address it as Saucy Nugs from here on out. Saucy yeah. Nugs. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. Saucy Nugs. Uh, five, seven, three. What's up? Hey. Hey, what's right. happening? Don't you dare hang up. <laughs> we got questions for you today. I'm in my bathroom trying to put my face on this morning. I got to go to the doctor. I don't want her to know how sick I really am. Oh, no. Oh, trying to. Okay. Make yourself look not sick. Well, I hope you're okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just changing doctors. Oh, okay. okay. All right. We're good there. Jenny, what about yesterday? I'm, uh, I'm doctor shopping. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, hey, he's on the market for a doctor. Shop, I'm, I'm not going to ask what happened to your old doctor. Oh, Need some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. I, I, I know what she's doing. <laughs> okay. Jenny, what about uh, what about uh, Elvis's? Uh, no, I'm clean and sober 35 years. Oh, that okay. a girl. Speed that is going on, too. No alcohol, no Marlboros, and I'm just bored to death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do. <laughs> oh, the honesty. Oh, clean oh. living. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Good night. Oh my god. Jenny, we uh Graceland being uh vandalized yesterday, we had a oh story. My. Uh y'all okay? Yeah, they're big Elvis fans. Oh yes. Oh yeah. my god, I'm glad I wasn't there. I would just had to uh pull my heat out of my bag. Oh pull the heat out. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of next week. <laughs> Jenny would have took care of it right there. Good night. Oh, oh, and there she goes. Yeah. There she's she that's yeah. it. That's it. That's so oh my goodness. The she phones are flying me. in. We gotta go to break though. We're gonna get behind. Oh, thank you for calling. You never know when you go on screen who's going to be there. No, you do not. <laughs> you got to be ready, though, because we, we could just pick it up and say, hey, you're on the air. There's no screener. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba uh, will join us here after top of the hour break. lot to discuss, uh, plus your phone calls. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad. It is nine minutes until top of the hour. Kickoff hour is live. Game day for me. UAB Blazers start the season today. They host Central Arkansas, so... For those of you that are going to the Old Gray Lady uh, later today, I will uh, see you there. Look forward to it. Uh, I believe it's on one of the ESPNs, too. If you are uh, out of market or not going to be able to make it, uh, tune on over and watch it in HD. Uh, Bill Clark and the UAB Blazers headed on uh, into the 2020 season. Even though it feels weird, uh, they start tonight. So look forward to seeing everybody there and excited uh, to be a part of uh, UAB Blazers game day again as the uh, in-stadium MC. Uh, there um, for the UAB Blazers. I uh, saw the script yesterday and kind of how we're going to do things different. Um, there is a chance, and, and from the way it was Erin, uh, who's in charge of, of the game day stuff, she sent me kind of the breakdown, and she put something in there. She said, hey, I've got a UAB Blazers mask for you, but just be forewarned, they're hard to talk through. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, am I going to have to have the mask on while I'm talking on the mic, which I don't want to – 
I can, she I, just mean when you are communicating with each other? That's what I'm hoping. Uh, I asked for clarification there, but I don't know. Because, I mean, I can do whatever, but I just don't want it to go. Oh, I don't want to, you know, that. it's already hard enough to understand the person on the wireless mic, much less if I got a mask. I think this, mask is, on. <clears throat> this is a yeah. CYA on their part. Mm-hmm. They've got to tell you that. Yeah. They're, they're going to let you, they're going to let, they're going to let the MC go and let him do what he does what best. if they put a motorcycle helmet on you with a mic in it Ooh, that's good <laughs> with that, that painted up fun. like the blazers yeah the, you know but you know COVID 19 is is adler saying in a song uh it's ruined everything too uh and it has changed everything for sure but uh, all of these live events everybody's got to change what they're doing but hidden in there you got to realize that you do want the live event so you do have to change things in order to have the live event. You Are know you what I'm saying? Have one of them selfie sticks with the microphone on the end. That you well, stick out I, you, to talk you, to people. You say that, but one thing I love to do, uh, and I did it with the Titans, is get up in the stands and roam the stands and yeah. find somebody, and then you know you stand there and you got people all around. That's out. I know. I, who mean, you, I know exactly who you're looking for. Yeah, Somebody's and uh, got a little character to right, right, a little and, off. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Or, or just somebody that's just <laughs> a, a big fan. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they, very they, excited. They're very fan. into the game. They got a great personality. They're you dressed don't, as a dragon, which goes back yeah. to us. Little off. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> you, you don't want to, uh, you know, interview a, pla- like we said. a, a plant, <laughs> a plant that's just like no. You know, how you doing, sir? Mm. You know, you don't want to do that. You know, like I'd be here. Yeah. So I wouldn't like. I wouldn't pick out Greg. You know, I might pick out Adler. Who looks like he's ready to have a good time? He does. You know, uh, maybe that's uh, what'll happen. But I, I think they're all bringing them down to the north end zone, uh, and just so we'll have social distancing. I hope you have that. like a six foot stick with a microphone end of it. <laughs> uh, we have. But even Aaron said, you know, there's a lot of pressure. She said, you know, uh, we will pitch it down to you on the fifty yard line, and and I'm really the, the biggest thing. We got to get everybody going, and so. I went back to the little one liners that y'all told me yeah. I, I needed to use well, for as part of this. And then I think I have to uh, uh, intro the athletic director, Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah. And so uh, I've got that. Uh, but I, I did take a picture of some of the stuff that y'all said. Uh, this, um, let's see here. Your, your mask uh, your mask is no good talking to Central Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, I put these down here. Uh, social spacing. Bubba says use that. Thank you for social spacing. Um, it says, uh, let, me, let me hear you through your mask. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a little muffled. I don't know. Uh, Go and kick your mask. This is going to be a pandemic, not a pandemic. Uh, oh, wow. And kiss our like, mask. Yeah. Play on words. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to beat your mask all up and down the field. Oh, That's boy. a big one. So we'll see how that plays out. But a lot of pressure on me to get, a, get the Blazer Nation going. Uh, so that's today. And like if you have a player make a, a long run and nobody's near him untouched, mm-hmm. you can say, wow, what social distancing was that? Uh, oh, know. okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I like that. Um, we, uh, I thought your ventilator comment yesterday for was. the defense. They said it was a little much. Right. You sack a quarterback, somebody get him on a ventilator, you know, right. something like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Probably so get bad, boo birds. You may end up on the ventilator. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. I got in trouble about that. Yeah, since yeah. people are dying. Yeah, well, that's probably. part of You might want to consider that. Right. Uh, let's go to uh, 540-866-WE-BE-BIG. Just a few minutes left this hour. Rick and Bubba join us after the top of the hour. What's up, 540? Unscreened phone calls. Hey, just wanted to comment on your uh, how everybody says, hey, how you doing? Okay. I never said at church. It goes on and on and on. Everybody's greeting each other. Hey, how you doing? Well, I've changed that. When I come in and I greet somebody, I just say, hey, good to see you. That's good. That is good. I like good that. to see you. Good to see. Okay. Hey, good well, to see somebody, you. I'll throw that around every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Somebody made the comment now. How? But is how it really good? Here are you saying? 
good to see you. Yeah. I said, well, how sincere are you when you saying, how you doing? That's right. Mm. That's good. How but you they both kind of fall in the same thing. You, you, you're you just saying that you really don't want to hear. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. to see you. Good to see you. It closes the door. You keep going. Hey, That's good right. to see you. Been, That's yeah. right. You're I mean, moving right on. There's closure. Right. I yeah. like it. I'll start yeah. using that. It's a good yeah. call. Rick, hey, Rick brought how you up. Been? Good to see you. Rick you brought up. It up? Yeah. yeah. Rick brought up something after gridiron and doing some of the men's uh, conferences that he's been doing is he finds himself when he is taking a picture with someone. He finds himself smiling even with a mask on. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why are you smiling? You know, and, and, and I have a feeling of taking if I, a picture if you got mask on, nobody knows who it is. Right, and I, I, I find the moment. I think I'm going to find break. myself in that situation tonight. Well, if I have to have the mask on when I'm on the the big jumbotron, Boy, and I, you know, how that. I am with my facial expressions, you can't see. Because I did it in a mascot huh? suit. Yeah. I remember when we did the Christmas oh, parade, yeah. and I yeah. was in uh, WZZK <laughs> Cody. I don't think Cody's still around. But, I don't country know. Cody. But, yeah. but I told a, a I told dirty. them. I said we huh. took. I mean, we took a hundred pictures that night, and I said I don't know why. But every single picture, I've smiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm in a Cody head, <laughs> just right. a grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> Oh boy, they're coming in. Two oh five in the house. Two oh five unscreened phone calls. What's up? Country Coyote. How are you? Uh, <laughs> good. How are you? Good. Can we revisit something from yesterday? Yeah, you got about thirty oh, seconds. Sure, yeah. Yeah, if it's not a long drawn Mike, out question. Mike Tarico. Yes. Uh, look look into his background of sexual harassment against coworkers. Oh good. Wait a minute. Okay. Here we go. Wait a minute. Okay. I got him mixed up with John Saunders yesterday. Mm-hmm. I figured I figured out who I was thinking of. Mm. But I'm not getting all. I've we never heard that. Right. I know he he not. claims he's Italian. I get that, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let me be clear. That I had don't know. that. And look, I I get it. That's if that's the case. That's a serious thing that somebody needs to address. That had nothing to do with our story yesterday. No, no. no we were just. Uh, I thought Greg he was, was misremembering something. I thought which he will do. I did. Yeah, and now we don't have time. Boy, they're coming in. Eight six six. We be big. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just had them mixed up. Is all I did. Well, they're sportscasters, and I just got mixed up. Yeah, you did. It's fine, Greg. It is. It is. All right. So uh, we will uh, take a break. Come back. Rick and Bubba will join us, and so those phones can jump right back up. Uh, next hour, we've got uh, Acting Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security on us. Uh, on us. Uh, on with us. He's not on us. Uh, on with us. Uh, Ryan, you can go ahead and send me this. <laughs> You can go ahead and send me that clip if you'd like we'll to. Be uncomfortable be interview. Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh, That's an uncomfortable interview. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope it don't last long. <laughs> Ken Cuccinelli will be with us. All right. That's a good way to end that hour, Speedy. You did a good job, son. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boom. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as a brand new hour begins to turn on a brand new day. Hope you've enjoyed the kickoff hour. We start this hour with the National Anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rock is red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our 
flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza. And Teleport, Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, they've all given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Tune in app, podcast archives, live on YouTube. Also archived on YouTube. Many, many ways to grab the Rick and Bubba content. Don't forget to let the kickoff hour be part of that Rick and Bubba experience. I see the light but never find the surface. We have uh, much to do going forward on the program today. To lay that out for you, we must get the entire team on the field, including the Silver Tongue One, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bust! Hey, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on, it's time to get it in gear. Let's go. Bubba, breaking news. Breaking news. Trump has try, is trying out a new nickname. Joe Hyden. <laughs> I saw that. Gosh, I, it was so funny. <laughs> Here comes a new. It, it was, <laughs> only in the times we're living in. So, guys, we got breaking news. It's like Gerald Cates in the White House. <laughs> it's like Gerald Cates says, this year I'd like to introduce my new nicknames for people. <laughs> You know, like Apple does their new product. Yes, I'd like I to roll out my new nicknames for the years. <laughs> we got Sleepy. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. We got Pocahontas. <laughs> In 2021, I'm, I'm thinking Joe Hyden. Yeah, that's good. Gosh, that's funny. Oh, so, How about that heckler the other day? I saw yeah, that video. Yeah. I laughed. The oh, guy yeah. was heckling oh, uh, Biden. He was out passing out donuts or something at a pizza. fire station. Pizza at yeah, a fire yeah. station. He's trying to and, win you uh, over with that. Yeah, he is. And, uh <laughs> That guy was across the road, and he was wearing him out. He was standing in a pickup truck, uh-huh. and Joe's comeback to him was, "Don't jump." I, I have never, I, I've never heard a guy that heckler. And a lot of you sent that to us, and 
Uh, I heard, it's you know, funny because he just stayed with it. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. It was one of those things where you know when somebody sends you something, it's on your phone. You got a lot going on. <laughs> it's a guy who's screaming off mic, and I could hear. I knew I got the concept of what was going on, but it wasn't till I was able to sit in my office in front of my computer and just click it again and say, "I'm going to listen to this guy," and I can hear him clearly now. I've never had anybody be so tenacious. Meaning, <laughs> don't think I'm just going to heckle you when you get out of your car. This is where I start. Right. But as long as I can lay eyes upon you at the EMT station in the parking lot, right. posing for the pictures. What were some if, of his lines? I, Do you remember I, what I, they were? If I can see you, I'm going to continue to shout at you. He he he, he hollers something about peaceful protest, like, right. like like that's a joke. Right. Uh, he 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 said, "Hey, you came out of the basement. I see." You're not going to win Pennsylvania. You're not going to win Wisconsin. And he just—he's just. Those are some of the highlights. But he, but he just never. As long as he could see Joe Biden, he just continued mm-hmm. line after line. Nothing could stop him. Here it is, right here. So who's yeah, got let's, 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 let's see it. Here, here, here it is. Here. And a lot of you sent it to us. It's been from a few it's days funny. ago. But just the 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 commitment to heckle yeah. Joe Biden is just so exciting. It's gonna be hard to hear. So listen good. <laughs> Don't jump! Don't jump! Don't jump! Thank you, sir. How y'all doing? A lot of energy. Yeah, he just so keeps going. Still going. Oh, and look, he kept going. I'm talking, you know that time yeah. they bring everybody out and get yeah. the picture. As oh, he's yeah. kneeling for a picture, which I think Joe would get back up, he's shouting again. I mean, the only way you were going to stop this heckler was say, let's take this inside. Uh, so that, that, I tell you what, I'm, I'm concerned about this uh, schedule that Biden's keeping crisscrossing the nation. Uh, campaigning rick I, I don't know how he's gonna do it i he i think so far he's been like one hour from his home right i mean i mean delaware is a key part of, of the whole process i got that usually i, I think not, they got a half a vote but I, say, uh, you don't usually hear campaigns saying if we could just get delaware <laughs> <laughs> listen if we get delaware it's over hey clearly clearly you're 48 of service it's yes gonna be the difference. <laughs> clearly well, uh, I, yeah. I, I, what 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 are we doing here? Well, what we've yeah, done now, people, really, seriously, yeah. fellow Americans, what are we doing? Can we all have a, have a everybody up? Look, let's just look, talk. Look right there, he's trying to pause, and I mean, it just continues. I mean, hmm. look, 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 so, would be seventy eight on his. Can he even, swearing in? Yeah. What, what's what is he putting? Is that a four? Yeah, it looked uh, like it, really. Was it was it a signal for white power? What was that? I don't, I don't know what it was. Mm. You know, why it, is it, it, but but no, I don't understand. Why is he kneeling by himself? Bubba, there's nobody else around. You know what it looks like. Did I miss something? You know, he's just kneeling in the room. Was he doing like a look at me kneel? Is that some kind of like I'm? What kind of picture is that? Look at me kneel. I'm. I'm, I've never heard of like he's kneeling for the flag. Like look at me. I'm in support of the kneelers. Is that what Mm -hmm. that is? Mm -hmm. Rick, there's nobody around him. Is he got to be hurting his knee? Hey, Bubba, is he getting his individual picture made for the team team that he's on? Rick, I thought you said that people were like posing behind. Well, there was. That was another one. He he was posing. Rick, there's nobody there with the EMTs. This one's weird. Yeah, no, this is not the one I saw. The one I saw, he was getting a team picture made with the EMTs. Look, I'm not, I'm not making fun of can't knee and get up. I can't do that. Yeah. But why are you on a knee in the middle of the street? And I think it and must nobody's be behind you. It must be he's showing solidarity mm-hmm. with the kneelers. That mm-hmm. has to be what he's doing. Well, him and Kenosha today ought to be good. Or did he? Did he think he saw a dime and was trying to pick it up? That's funny. 
It's good, Bubba. Um, y'all are, y'all I are don't, good. I don't know. Uh, you, know <laughs> you know what it looks like when they say, all right, now we're done with team pictures. All right, come in. Let's get the individuals. Uh, Joe Biden. You know, uh, I, you know when they sit there and put the football in front of you. I'd like to have, you know, I'd like to have. I'd like to have Joe. You up? Let's go. I'd like to have a huddle with all America. You know, oh, and, and, and go, hey guys, are we happy with the way this is going? Right. Both sides. Are y'all good with this? Don't you think we can do a little better? We're the USA. Y- you we know, won two world wars. Yeah. You did. You really. That's a good analogy because I can. We're rem- two and zero oh against the English. You know what I mean? Come mm-hmm. on. I remember, and we've all seen this on you know, split the atom, landed man on the moon, invented the internet, penicillin, all that good stuff. Hey, can't we do a little better than this? That's a good analogy because you remember those times where you, you know, we call it everybody up. Where I remember, you know, being in games where the defense. I guess we decided for some reason that all we had to do was get off the bus to win the game. Right. And somebody would finally say, "Hey, everybody up! What in the world are we doing?" Yeah. I mean, they, they're dry, They're moving the ball on us. I mean, what what are we doing? Are we just going to let them? And, of course, you know. Like center that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That was it, exactly. Hey, I'll tell you what they're doing. Hey, they're well, taking – hey, they're taking, I don't hear from Robert hey, for a while. All I have to do is bring that story up. I, hey, I'll get a call. They're taking the ball. And they're – And so – I wish you'd have seen my confusion face. What's, what's happening? <laughs> so Where are you at? <laughs> 16 minutes left. That's the hour – yeah, America needs everybody up. Everybody up. Hey, hey, hey everybody right here. Hey, so what are we doing? Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. Coming up this hour, Acting Deputy Secretary for Homeland Security, uh, Kenneth Cuccinelli, will be with us. We'll talk about. The state of law and order in our country right now. It's a hey, 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 it's good. Looks good out there, doesn't it? Well, uh, the show is, uh, well, it's more than a half now, Bubba. We're, we're approaching the end of, of year 27 now. I mean, we, our 27th birthday is coming up in January. Oh, wow, Rick. So, uh, but you know, it all began uh, back in 1994, and you can see our new Rick and Bubba shirt that has the Rick and Bubba 94. It's a throwback to the Reagan Bush logo in 84 and a lot of folks are grabbing those love the pictures you're sending too with it being an election year but bubba you you can say uh that our show was founded uh in in a moment a little something called good old boy theater good old boy theater uh this has been around since uh bubba before bubba was even full-time i mean this is this is this has been around for an extremely long time and bubba some people but we got so many new people through all the new technologies and you know, I, I met a lot of new people up in Columbia, South Carolina. People who were saying, "I'm gonna start listening on on Monday." Yep. yep. Uh, so they don't they don't know about any of this, and 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 they probably may have picked up if they've listened any amount of time that you you you've got some depth to you culture wise. Sure, a, sure. Very, some you, speech, you, some you, speech things I have to jump over. Yeah, but uh, but, but, you you're, know. but the culture oozes off you. It oozes off you, Rick. I mean, it really does. It really does. And being a connoisseur of Shakespeare. Uh, sometimes I like to just quote it yeah. and uh, let the audience try to figure out which uh, great works it comes from. As a matter of fact, Bubba, since I just mentioned it, if you It's can, been so long since we've done this, I kind of forgot how we did it. Well, you know what? Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Those of you that are watch, watching because of coronavirus and all this, we've washed everything. Bubba's cape and everything is not here. Yeah, it's at the uh, dry cleaner. So we're going old school. back. Yep. back we're, going, we're going all the way back. No, to, I don't read it, Rick. It, I quote no, it you from quote, Wait, wait. No, no Make helmet? no attention to yep. this laptop in front of me in my greeting glass. Right. He quotes from a <laughs> Shakespearean work, right. 
And then for you to win a Rick and Bubba 94 t-shirt. Let's just throw that. There let's you just, go. Let's just give that there away. There you go. Right back to when it started. You, 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 Nine, four. Now you, Coming off the 80s, the greatest decade mankind had ever seen. You will win a Rick and Bubba 94 t-shirt in your size, mm-hmm. unless you exceed triple X. Uh, and, 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 and we will, we will send that to you. So Bubba's going to quote, he won't read, right. he'll quote from one of his favorite Shakespearean works. And then all you have to do is identify what, uh, what, what work he's quoting from. Right. Thus it's called good old boy theater. And Bubba, a lot of people understand now what we're doing. They just might not know why. They you know, Rick, yeah. hardly a day goes by that I'm not out eating somewhere that someone will come up and tap me and say, sir, didn't I see you at the big protest last night? <laughs> And I will say, no, no, that's that must no. have been somebody else. And yeah. then they will go, hey, oh, wait a minute, my bad. Yeah. You're Bubba, that cultured fella. Right. And then they will say something like this, uh, Bubba, why do you bring this culture to the area? Isn't that what they usually ask? Yeah, yeah. Why, why Bubba? Why? Why do you why do you have so much culture? And I say, friends, friends. This, is, this is a culture there. Oh, my goodness. And if you don't believe me, just show up tonight about 9 o'clock and check out that giant bonfire down where the drugstore used to be. <laughs> And you realize we are living in a cultured area. Yep, yep. And when you have that much culture, Rick, you can't just leave it lying no. around. No, 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 Some, no. Nope. Somebody will set fire to it. Some politician will pick it up and tax it, or someone will decide it's part of the right. That's right. And when you have that much culture, Rick, uh, let's see, what else do it's we up, do here? It's up to Rick Burgess. It's up to Rick Burgess okay. and myself to feed the beast, feed the beast, feed the beast. Because the beast must be fed. There you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what, what famous Shakespearean work is Bill Bubba Bussy quoting from in today's edition of Good Old Boy a Theater? Yeah. Yeah. I do desire yes. we may be better strangers. Oh, Bubba, you culture son of a gun. Desire, we may be better strangers. Bubba, for the third time, drop in a sasur. Ah! Yes! Do desire, we may be better. Bubba, now pausing for effect. This is in theater, very well known. This is called a sasur. Strangers. Oh, my goodness. What a, what, a, what a cultured son of a gun. Any hints at all, Bubba? Uh, Rick, pause. it's not Hamlet. All right, it's not Hamlet. Not Hamlet. Mark that off. If you think you know it, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. First one to identify this Shakespeare and work correctly, a Rick and Bubba 94 t-shirt for you. And remember, no matter how much the children may beg, never under any circumstances you play good old boy theater at home because we are professionals. <laughs> to the phones we go. Mike is in Montgomery, Alabama. Mike, what Shakespeare and work do you think Bubba was quoting from today? Could it be Midsummer Night's Dream? Midsummer's Night's Dream is incorrect. Uh, but I had one the other night and it was a dandy. You know boy, what? Boy, Remind boy. me to tell you about the dream I had last night, by the way. Yeah. Let's go to Doug in Hartsell. Dougie, <laughs> what do you think it is? Uh, how about Henry IV? Henry IV, the nursing favorite, is incorrect. Correct. Doggone it. Taylor. <laughs> Startville, Mississippi. I bet there's culture there. Taylor, go ahead. As you like it. As you like it is correct. That's yeah. the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Done. That a boy, Taylor. Boom. I knew somebody out of Mississippi State was going to win this thing. I mean, there's so much culture there. You can. 
took two calls for him to Google. I, I can tell when no big love gets home, he's just dripping in culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, hopefully not COVID-19. All right, Taylor, congratulations, buddy. How long have you been listening to the Rick and Bubba show? 14 years. 14 years. How old are you, buddy? 34. 34. Wow. This, he became. He went from a boy to a man right here he on sure the show. Did, Taylor, that's awesome. Taylor, <laughs> uh, just tell us what size you wear, and uh, the new Rick and Bubba 94 T-shirt will head your way, and I'd like to see pictures of you wearing it all over Startable. Yes. All right, let me put that's you on hold. And congr- thanks for calling uh, and winning this edition of Good Old Boy Theater. Bubba, well done. How did it feel to dust that? Well, it was dust good. It was good. A little rust there. We'll get it worked out. You know, but I, I could see it. We, we gave it a little rest. Yeah, I could see it coming back to you. Yeah. Well, like, the cape was out of the dry cleaner. Right. right. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I could see you getting your yeah. feet under you yeah. a little bit during it. You didn't get yeah, you know how it is when you, you get a little WD forty at first. Right. You're like, all right, let's try. It. Turn right. it again. Nah. It's got a little smell. Yeah, to it. Keep yeah. doing it. And I was like, and turn it again. There it is. So I really prefer rim oil. It stays with it. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Good old penetrating. Yeah, yeah. You know, WD forty will wash off. That's you know, water dissolvable. Let me ask you this. Let's go back to that lunch. Smell won't. The smell won't wash off. Rim oil doesn't smell like that. Let's go back to that lunch. When we're you know anything like when that. we're dabbling with right. what became Good Old Boy Theater, we're putting it together. Yes, yeah, and somebody and somebody came up and said, "You're not going to believe all the things that are ahead." No, I Would know. we have believed any of it? Oh, I, no. I would have thought he was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, Good Old Boy Theater truly uh, can be labeled as a foundational element that created the Rick and Bubba Show. I know it's strange for us too. Congratulations, Taylor, out of Starkville. Thanks for listening, ninety-six-one. When we come back, Acting Deputy Secretary for Homeland Security, Kenneth. Cuccelli will be with us. Cuccelli. Cuccelli. We'll talk to him. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour, The Rick and Bubba Show. So let's, uh, we're honored to have Acting Deputy Secretary for Homeland Security, Kenneth uh, Cuccinelli, on the program with us today. Cuccinelli, welcome, and uh, and I appreciate you taking time to be with us today uh, on the Rick and Bubba Show. First time on. Yeah, thank you, Rick. My pleasure. Yeah, you might want to make a note of this. Yeah, my president beat me there. Yeah, he did. We actually <laughs> had the president. He, I remember he was on the show, and you talk about uh, a moment. You know, he goes, "I think this is the first radio show I've done since I since I became president." And, uh, and yeah. can you can you imagine wow. how, how many times you think we played that recording back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You say it like in the past tense, like it isn't still going on every day. Well, that's true. That's true. Well, you know it is, and I know that you know the the United States and our citizens legitimately right now are looking at um, uh, the the attack on law and order as opposed to us just vetting out people who may or may not uh, have uh, have abused the power they were given. You know, we used to have due process in this country. Now it's more of uh, the mob demands things, and if you don't do it, they make trouble. Uh, but uh, let's talk about, I mean, here you are with Homeland Security. The, the, the citizens are saying we've got rights every night, it seems. 
yeah. you know, I've, I've never, there's never been a time when somebody says we'd like to do away uh, with law enforcement completely or defund it or abolish it. Portland seems to be, have been burning for night after night. Uh, so, so talk to us a little bit about the state of things from your point of view in your office. So first of all, to, to your first point, the fact that we've never heard people talk about abolishing law enforcement or doing things like they just, you know, they did in New York, cut it 25%, um, at a time when they have high crime, um, and, um, and it's sold as some sort of benefit to minorities. And let's not kid ourselves in these big cities. Um, the people who need police protection the most are the poorest. And they're disproportionately minority. And um, so, you know, it's, it's, it hurts the people who need it the most. And, and um, that, that's, it's just crazy. And we saw the value of uh, no police in that old chop zone or Chaz, whatever the various things they called it in Seattle there, you know, a six block area with no policing. They had uh, four shootings, two killings, some uncountable number of sexual assaults. Um, So that's, that's what life looks like without law enforcement in a big city in America. And uh, so we already know that. And uh, so that there must be, they can't think it's a public safety benefit. So then why else might they be doing it? And quite frankly, it's to bring down the the current order. I mean, we've got genuine Marxists here, you know, communists and anarchists who, who um, a lot of people don't take those threats seriously. I take them very seriously in my position at Department of Homeland Security. Um, These are just not random single actors. These are a whole lot of people gathering up together um, and committing violence to try to undermine the government. Mr. Deputy Secretary, this is Bubba. Um, you know, it's just very disturbing to a lot of us because when I was younger, if I had done something like this in my hometown, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Chief Tommy Thompson would have put me in a big gray bar motel, and it would have been for my <laughs> own protection for my dad. You know, and, uh, you know, so it's just it's just a very foreign thing. And I know a lot of times when you defend the Constitution uh, and swearing in, they say enemies uh, abroad and at home. Um, I kind of see some of these people like you're talking about. I grew up in a time where socialist and communist was uh, what was wrong with the world. And now we've got a lot of homegrown one here who are violent. So how do we put an end to this and why is it just continuing? Yeah, so why it's continuing is a good question, although I do think part of it is there are an awful lot of politicians at every level of government on the left who are actually encouraging this, including the ones responsible for cleaning it up. You look at Portland. I mean, I, it, that's that's got to be some sort of Guinness Book of World Records for governmental irresponsibility. Um, new category owned by Ted Wheeler, mayor of Portland, mm. you know, and, uh, well, what's the uh, end is, game though? Why, incredible. why, why does he feel like watching his city burn is going to be politically expedient for him? I, I don't follow the so logic. That, sure. That's a great question. And I can give you what I think is the logical answer. Okay. Mayor Wheeler is up for reelection this year and believe it or not, his competitor is openly pro Antifa. Mayor Wheeler, believe it or not, is the centrist candidate in Portland, Oregon. So you'll definitely want to sell your house and move to Portland uh, because they're doing great. I mean, 
that is uh, that, and, and the arrests there over ninety, way over ninety percent of them are people who live there. It isn't that people are traveling traveling to Portland; <laughs> they don't need to do that. Portland's got more than enough of them right there themselves. It's a, it is a really unusual situation, um, and I, honestly, I don't know, uh, I don't know how they survive long term. Um, the, the federal agency in the Department of Homeland Security is called the Federal Protective Service. Nobody really heard of it until these riots started. They're responsible for protecting federal buildings, over 9,000 of them. They deal with about 900 protests a year. No big deal. It's kind of part of doing business. But they, in their 49 years of history, have never, ever seen anything like Portland and the attacks on the courthouse and other federal buildings there. It's truly reached a historic level. And particularly when it's occurring in cities all over the country, um, and you know Kenosha is the, obviously the next one you might look at and talk about. And in Kenosha, over half the arrests were from outside the area. People traveled to Kenosha to participate in that violence, and that's one of the real dangers of letting violence go on. Violence begets violence. Americans don't tolerate this stuff. You know, a lot of people, like that 17-year-old in Kenosha you know, say, look, I'm not standing for this crap. If the, if the law enforcement is overwhelmed, I'm going to go help them. You know, yeah. <laughs> and that's like an American mentality, right? So strap it on and, and let's go. And, um, and, and politicians who have the authority and let violence continue, invite that kind of response. And that's what we saw in Kenosha. The president urged the governor there, Governor Evers, to to go a different direction. He, he resisted initially, but took a little more violence, unfortunately, including some deaths, for that governor to get the message and to get on board with the president. And what happened? In a matter of a day or two, the violence was brought to a close, and there hasn't been any more in Kenosha because we've exercised strength in that city, peace through strength. The idea isn't to have a war in the streets. It's exactly the opposite. It's to have enough force in place and visible to deter any violence ever happening in the first place. And that's what the president has been pushing all around the country and where these folks take his advice, basically, and accept his help. It's happening. Peace breaks out. You know, I'm still trying to follow Wheeler's uh, logic here, even if he is the centralist in this uh, <laughs> in the campaign, which yeah, which would make him the most conservative, I guess, which is kind of odd to say. But so, I mean, my campaign is based on, hey, I'll let y'all burn the city down. Reelect yeah. me. We got two more blocks to get. I mean, what after you, you, you go back <laughs> yeah, in right. and, and everything is destroyed. There's no jobs. There's no yeah. tax revenue. You're king. Okay, right. you're king, but what are you king of? It almost yeah, it yeah, almost sounds pile of rubble. Yeah, it almost sounds like you're saying we have two candidates that are trying to say, no, I'll let the whole city burn. And the other says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll burn even more. Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It is I a, say let them have a duel out there and winner take all. Talking to acting Deputy Secretary for Homeland Security, Kenneth Cuccinelli. Let me ask you this uh, one last thing, and I know you got to go. So 
what what do we need to like in Portland, for instance? People may go out there and put something on their social media, say I'm a business, but I'm not going to do business there. I'm certainly not going to have my convention right. there. I'm not going to have my convention no. there. I ain't traveling. I'm there. not. I'm not going there. Right. I mean, you can't continue this. But what? Yeah. How about working for that tourist bureau right now? <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> hey, how would? Hey, how about this? Anybody want to be at the Chamber of Commerce at Portland? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, no way. Well, let me ask you this in closing, though. I know the president in in this administration is trying to say we we're not going to come in unless we're invited. There's been discussion about constitutionally uh, where the federal government uh, what 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 that you can and cannot do when it gets to you know the yep. local officials are allowing anarchy and and, uh, and and all this rioting and looting and, and violence go on. What what is where does that stand constitutionally in your view? So there's two aspects to it. One, you saw us advance a lot of officers into Portland from the Department of Homeland Security. And we did that because we have federal jurisdiction to protect the buildings under attack because they were federal buildings. Um, Now, there's lots of other things that they're attacking in Portland, but that was where our jurisdiction came from. And one thing about President Trump, um, he gets sued for everything he does, but he stays within the boundaries of the law. He is a rule of law president, in this case, law and order. And, um, and he's, he's, that's why he wins those suits when they go up to responsible courts. And, um, so that's one way we come in. The other is by cooperation, by agreement, which is what happened in Kenosha. And we brought National Guardsmen from, uh, three other states, um, over 200 Department of Justice, uh, officers, FBI, ATF, marshals. Um, we have uh, some of our own there. Um, but, uh, that was by agreement there. And you see also all around the country, Operation Legend, where we have hundreds and hundreds of agents from the Department of Homeland Security, HSI agents, uh, uh, agents from the federal, from the Department of Justice. Uh, we've participated in well over 1500 arrests in 10 cities with Operation Legend. That's all in cooperation with those cities. Portland is unique in that they just they openly don't want to cooperate yeah. even on basic law enforcement like right. drug narcotics and I mean just basic things that have nothing to do with politics. Um, but uh, in the the only step past that is if we can't enforce federal laws, um, then you get to the point of the Insurrection Act, and nobody wants to uh, to invoke that if it's avoidable, but the president's made it very clear. He has left it on the table and, um, and he's, he's never taken that option off the table. And that could involve either civilian law enforcement, like our officers, or it could you it could involve using uh, guard or, or troops. Um, and the president prepositioned some of those in early June when things were looking kind of ugly in Washington, we never needed them. We didn't have to go to that point. But again, this is a president who will not take options off the table. And, um, <clears throat> but just, you know, the intentional failure of Governor Brown in particular. I mean, the Ted Wheeler's a nut, but Governor Brown has over 7,800 National Guardsmen at her disposal, and she has not used one of them in this situation. They are not overwhelmed, they have made a choice to let this city burn and they can solve it in a day in one day 
if they just had the political will to do it. And under those circumstances, it's really not the kind of situation where we just go rushing in to take over for them. Understood. Thank you very much, Deputy Secretary. Uh, We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back. Uh, It's uh, six minutes to the top of the hour, and we are a little over, so stations, I apologize. And also... Those of you that will have to turn around and take another break pretty quick at the top of the hour. So we try to avoid that when we can, but uh, when you've got the Deputy Secretary for Homeland Security on, and when he got into the discussion of the federal government and where they stand, you really don't interrupt that. You know, I I really like him. I hope we can have him on again. A lot more questions I would I'd like to talk to him about. Uh, I know you struggle saying his name a little Cuccinelli. bit. Cuccinelli. See, I can say it fine now. You, you were scared of it. You, you yeah, could no. say it fine, yeah, Cuccinelli. I was, I was more terrified and, of it than I needed to and be. And then you got scared of it and started dancing around it, yeah. and, that, and you went south. I know. If I'd have just stayed confident and just said Cuccinelli like I was saying in the break, uh, I would have been fine. Uh, but this, it, the, the thing is, you know what I've noticed? Mm-hmm. Don't look down at the name. Just If you know how yeah. to say it, then right. don't look at it. Right. Because if you look at it, then you get confused again. And uh, and it's like um, he's a, he's an old West Virginia boy. Isn't he? You know what I was guilty of, don't you? Thought I could have something. I know it. I know. It. I, I, in the break, I was. And like, we went a little long, as I, you mentioned. How about this? I was Cuccinelling in the break, like I was a Cuccinelli <laughs> champ. Mm. You know, you would have thought I was in the Cuccinelli family. It was like mm. me and comorbidity, morbidity the other day. Yeah, that was. I'm still struggling with it. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah, gonna work it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we never thought I would get architectural review. But I got it. You did. I thought we had the comorbidity down. I, I thought you had comorbidity. Yeah. When you when you but sounded out when some, it when I it know, hits that I legal did. pad right there, I did. But that, I, I drifted over into mobility for some reason. I couldn't. Get I know it that's where it. you struggle. And with me, mine was where's the <laughs> ch go on Cuccinelli? Right, right. I kept trying to go the other way. But but anyway, uh, I thought um, what he said, and you said it, Bubba, in the break. You know, we've got far leftists in our country. That are that are trying to tell, and I hope the Democratic Party doesn't listen. They're trying to say, look, these rights are not playing well for us. We, I know, we thought we was going to be sharp and all that. And we're well, trying we to said that all and, along. And, and, and the the Democrats are trying to appease the mob and say, hey, look at us, we're one of you. Uh, and and they're saying that this is bringing Trump. We had Trump on on the ropes, and now he's back because of he he's now the law and order guy. Rick CNN's Van Jones, who was in the Obama administration, you know, he left because he was a communist. Right. Okay, yeah. he got run out of town because he was too far left for them. Somebody said Vern's killing us, and he, you know he's he's urging the Democrats publicly to pause the nightmare BLM protest. The unrest is helping Trump. Mm-hmm. No joke. Ooh. Rick, I'm glad you went with joke. Hey, all Mm -hmm. along we were going, who do you think this is helping? You're going to burn the city and then blame Trump because you've had a Democratic mayor for 50 years and a Democratic governor for 75 or whatever, you know, forever and a day. And you're somehow going to blame Trump for that. And that's going to stick. Oh, that's a good, that's a good theory. By the way, people of Portland, I'm sorry. Cuccinelli, I didn't realize it was worse than I even thought. So the other candidate is worse than Wheeler? Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? Just join the Soviet Union? I mean, what, what else is there left to do? Do y'all not understand that? Like we talked about the basic <laughs> concepts. Nobody's coming to do business there. Nobody's going to go. Says you want to go to Portland? Oh, well, I don't Rick, know. I and mean, they'll be the first ones wanting some money to rebuild their city. 
you're all over that. I tell you what. Well, why don't the bunch that burned it down get out there and work and pay taxes, and then they can build it back? Hello, Portland Chamber of Commerce. Uh, yeah, is the city still burning? We were wondering. <laughs> we're trying to get decided and do a conference. No, I don't here. even think they would answer the phone, Rick. Uh-huh. It would just ring and ring. Portland Chamber of Commerce, uh, we're on fire for you. You know, we've talked about this concept, too, that, that I that I asked uh, uh, Ken Cuccinelli about. See there? If In a lot of it, like with the border, if you just let everybody in, we don't have borders, the, the country goes to pot, and you win the election because all these people that piled in here go and vote for you. You're the king, but what are you a king of? A bunch of people that are not productive – they're not. They're not being part of the society. They just want another handout. Like in um, uh, Portland, where did they go the other night to protest? To the mayor's house. Mm-hmm. Where did they go in D.C. last night? The mayor's house. These are the people that have let them do whatever they want to do. Yep. Paint the streets whatever they want to paint. Let them burn whatever they want to do. Get them out of jail when the police round them up. And what do they do? They go to their house to protest. See, this ain't, there's no logic to this. That people, what do they want? They don't want anything. They want to be bad. They want to break things and tear up things because they're bad people that ain't never had their butt tore up when they were a kid. Right. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I heard, I forgot who made this analogy the other day. They said the mayors that keep trying to appease them, they said they, they, these mobsters have a view of them the way that like some uh, big-time band has a view of like these overzealous fans that are at groupie status. They don't have any respect for them. They're just like, these, you know, hey, I'm a fan. Man, I'm y'all's biggest fan. Hey, I'm y'all's biggest fan. Y'all like me. I'm your biggest fan. They're like, yeah, burn his house down. What a joke. Some of y'all need to realize that, that bullies see appeasement as weakness, they don't see it as something that they go, oh, you know what, let's back off this yeah, person. They don't say thank you. They go in high gear forward. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.